Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring Tractor, the Rhino, the Moose, and Paul. This week we talk DFS Open and Charity Scramble Strategy. We discuss PJ National and the Honda Classic, grainy Bermuda Greens, and Red Lobster. We build 43k DraftKings lineups, play one and done, and set up for an epic match in Fantasy Nassau. Hi guys, welcome to this week's installment of Nice Shot Pods. Uh, make sure to hop on to fantasynational.com slash pods for your 20% discount at fantasynational.com. So do that, that'd be awesome. Uh, this week... We are all very excited for the big DFS Open down in West Palm Beach. I will also talk about the upcoming Honda, and we'll get into a little bit of WGC action. We'll follow up how uh, Paul still sucks at one and done, <laughs> and how Jordan and uh, Tractor are really struggling lately in NASA, and uh, how we're going to put a stop to that. Uh, but first off, guys, DFS Open this week. We're all pretty pumped to be there. Moose. Thanks for the invite to let us come on down. Thanks for coming down, guys. This is awesome. I'm so pumped. Yeah, we'll yep. get to see all your all your DFS buds. They can yeah. call us clowns. Hell yeah. My question <laughs> is, so somebody put out like basically uh, like a team salary, right? And we were- Max salary. We were the max salary. We're all from Minnesota. I think Paul, Paul has two rounds in the book. Otherwise, has anybody else played? I played Top Golf last week and Swain Club's- like my own clubs last November. And it, apparently Tractor was shanking her on the simulator this weekend. <laughs> I was. I was down so. in the simulator this weekend and uh, whew, it was bad. So are you saying that the smart money's not on us? hundred uh, percent, unfortunately. I don't know if it was stroke play. I mean this is a scramble. Like we're gonna we're gonna get a round and a half in before Honestly, right now we sound like those guys uh, at the big um Calcutta just trying to shed themselves so no one bets on them. <laughs> like, dude, I haven't played for months. Like, I'm also factoring in it's a 7.30 a.m. shotgun. Oh, yeah, let's talk to the uh, yeah, hey, DFS team. I really appreciate you setting it up, but like, really? 7.30 a.m.? <laughs> we covered this last week. I want to cover it again. <laughs> I mean, Not to mention, Tractor, your body is still going to be on central time, so that's like 6.30 real feel. Fuck, I haven't been up that early for a year. <laughs> Just don't go to bed. Stay woke. Picking out a muffin shop, baby. What do you think our stra- scramble strategy should be here? Let's start. Let's start first off, like getting up time. Like, are we gonna like get in and like warm up, or are we just gonna roll right on? What do you mean, roll right on? Like, just show up and go right to the tee we're on. Oh, just, God, no, no. We need. What to do you need a forty-five a minute grind session? No, but how about a couple no, like, putts, a couple seven iron shanks, and then a you know a couple of snap hook drivers, and away we go. Get a couple white claws and. Yeah, I'll want to get I'll want to get there just ahead of time, make sure everything's set up. But yeah, it's not it's not like we're Tiger here where we go to bed at two, wake up at three. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least someone has a process. I mean, let's talk like T strategy. What are we? Am I going to be the guy who just has to try to hit a fairway? And no, then you guys can all no. Paul's the fairway. I mean, how long is the golf course? Like seven thousand yards. Regardless, I'm thinking Palmanac is gonna he's gonna kind of set things, set the tone. He'll right? cut one out there. Yep, exactly. A little C punt. Just find the fairway and then... I kind of like going after... And get after it. And then Moose and I will swing as hard as we can, like always. 
Mm-hmm. Depends on how tight this is, but I mean, like, I don't know why with the four of us we couldn't all. It's not like we're playing with a couple like I've never played like a normal scramble. You're- the odds are one of the four of us are gonna find the club face and yeah. hit it straight enough, or at least white on green. Keep it out of the alligator's mouth. Because here's the thing: is like Jordan's the only one that I actually trust to like hit a fairway if he needed to. What? So- I, I don't know about that. I'm I'm a terrible Florida golfer, by the way. Not like the Bermuda greens or no, it's more tee shot stuff. Dale Spieth at home this Florida trip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be fun. And Moose uh, Fantasy Nationals donating uh, drink tickets, right? Yeah. So the deal was is that you could either be the title sponsor of it, or for half the price, you could be the drink ticket sponsor. As the drink ticket sponsor, everybody would get two drinks. And I figured somebody else would want to take the title sponsor anyway, so I was like, how about I'll do the drink tickets, but we double it to match the title sponsor, but everybody gets four drinks. So, keeping my name off the title so everybody can have four drinks. Let's go. At 7.30 in the morning. It's vacation. What uh, what kind of greens are we working with down there? Uh, Bermuda greens. Bermuda Bermuda or championship Bermuda? Do we know? (laughs) Or celebration Bermuda? Uh, It's probably Tiff Tiff Eagle. Eagle. But no. I, I do not know for certain, but have you guys ever put on really grainy greens? Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard. They're tricky. At least we got four cracks at it. That helps big time, but. Yeah. Well, let's just be honest here. You have three cracks at it because I'm I'm just there. I was actually discussing You're not, that with you're not shaking putts. You're going to be earlier. Fine. Who's going to make a putt? Oh, my God. We're yeah. just going to have to hit it close. <laughs> We're going to have to hit like, it real close. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, who should be the leadoff here? So, like, the problem is, like, tractor's a banger. Good part is that he's going to get it to the hole every time. I'm not going to give you a good read. But you're going to get it to the hole every time. <laughs> and he's not going to cozy one up there either. No. Right. <laughs> it's either in so or So you can putt down. last, how about? Oh, I love the pressure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With you three, I might never have to putt. I'll be perfect. Do you have better strokes gained on Bermuda or bent grass tractor? Oh, bent for sure. Okay, okay. Paul, I already can't read a green. And if you put grain into it, like, dude, the whole, like, basically the mind shuts down. And I literally, like, just go straight to boot. It was sort of like that, uh, what was that meme this week? I think I shot it to Jordan. Uh, basically, was like, you know, man, I'm going to play smart today. Oh, yeah. Like, what is it, hole one? I think it was like me seven holes in and 12 beers deep. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much uh, is how my life goes, playing golf. I mean, it's, it is what it is. Well, that's fine. Take the break out of it. Rip it. You guys, do you guys know the cup trick for grainy greens? No. What you do is you go up and you look at the cup, and one of the edges is going to be real rough, and that's the end of the grain side, so the grain's running away from the really rough edge. Like, the, it's not a clean cut there. Like, the grass looks kind of chewed up along that side, and if they're, like, painted white on the inside, that's kind of, like, real there, and so that helps you know which way the grain's going. But it's funny because down in Florida, some people, like, get way too focused on the grain, Playing with my mom, and she's a decent golfer. I mean, she shoots like mid nineties, and she's years old. So I mean, pretty darn good. What's she doing this weekend? In case Tractor can't make it, <laughs> she—I could probably ever drive across the state. She's down over in uh, Fort Myers area. Anyway, she's got like this forty-yard pitch shot, and she asked me to go check the cup to see which way the grain's going. I'm like, Mom, <laughs> like. Bones McKay going 10 in the flagstick on the 40-yard pitch. Which way is the green going? Dumps it in the bunker. <laughs> oh, the bunker's very grainy, Bob. <laughs> All right, I, fo- I found it. I'm going to play really smart this round. And then a Morgan Freeman voice. 
But he would not play a smart round. In fact, he got drunk that day, hit driver every hole, and tried to fight a goose on the 13th. <laughs> and which is like really good for me, but tried to fight the goose on eight like five years ago. You tried to fight it or he tried to attack you? No, I tried to kill it. I tomahawk helicopter and iron and I thought I could get it and he ducked right before I almost roped him. This is a made up story for all of our PETA members. <laughs> Man, ask Bittner, it's not, it's great. I would have ate it. Well, if as long it was as in season, I had a license. So if you kill the goose, what do you do? Do you just leave it there and then come back post round? Well, I'd fucking tie it to the bag and walk around. With it. <laughs> yeah, tie it to your bag and away yeah, you go. Just keep going. Did you have a caddy that round? No. Here, carry this. Yeah, here, stuff that in your uh, caddy bib for me. But wait, so you couldn't get it? It flew away, or did you trip? No, he ducked. I tried to tomahawk like a helicopter and iron. You know, like a foot and a half off the ground, and literally, I thought oh. I was going to catch it in the head. It like literally ducked as it hit it, almost hit it. Like it was crazy. Matrix style. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was gnarly. Well, speaking of course, wildlife tractor, I sent you that Instagram clip of of the Sandhill Crane course. There's not a much. There's not a lot online. Just a couple of like videos of weddings and things like that. But some kid was out on the golf course, and there's I don't know what a twelve foot alligator. It was massive. Just chomping on that big fish. It's got like a four or five pound bass in its mouth and it's just chomping on it. Yeah. It's probably like 10 feet off the fairway. So I don't do great with gators either. So we're just going to call that ball lost. So we're going to say anything by the water. We're just leaving. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I'm fine with that. Are there snakes down there? Water moccasins. Yay. I can't wait. Can't wait. That's, that's another, just because everybody wants to hear about Mama and Papa Moose stories, but my mom can't resist the urge to ever go look for a golf ball. And down in Florida, every time like she's over there r- looking through the weeds, and my dad's like, Sue, get out of there. There's probably an alligator or water moccasins. <laughs> every freaking round. Have they ever seen water moc- I, What is a water moccasin? I don't even know what that is, but my dad's really afraid of my, my mom. Getting yeah, I think that's uh, – and again – if anybody's listening in Florida, this is such like a, a Minnesota take, such a northern Yankee take, especially when we're talking about Bermuda greens. But I think the water moccasins are like – they kind of hang out in trees and they'll drop down trees? on Trees? Yeah. They like drop down. Sneak attack. I mean, they're in the water in the swamps too, but I think that's where I was told about them. So, equally terrifying. I hate Probably snakes. more terrifying. We just don't know anything about snakes. We're from the north. Yeah, exactly. Or Bermuda Greens. Well, anyway, we're pretty pumped for the DFS Open. (laughs) Hopefully everyone else is. Uh, Excited to meet a bunch of guys in this world and uh, clank some claws. Yeah, enjoy the four drinks. Wow. Yeah, like I'm pretty excited about that. All right, well, let's get into uh, some of our weekly stuff. Hey, Moose, we want to do uh, 43K? Oh, right off the bat, we can jump. Let's talk about the course here first to give it a little. Well, bit that of wasn't context. on your fucking email, but we're gonna. I know, it. I forgot to. <laughs> so I don't know what you want me to do about it. It it begins already. Your outline was pretty. I was like, well, apparently we're gonna be here for fucking thirty minutes tonight. Perfect. <laughs> Molly, stay awake. I got time. Yeah. Let's break down PGA National and the Honda Classic and some other things. All right, so let's uh, let's get into uh, this week. Uh, what is often seen as the actually most challenging golf course of the tour rotation, the Honda. Let's hear about it, boys. Bear trap. The bear, bear trap. trap. Is that all you really need to know? Bear trap. All I remember was, was it two or three years ago when Rory hit that three wood clutch on eighteen to win? 
Yes. Yeah, it was great. The uh, the field's down this week, it looks like. Was Tigers out. Even though it's kind of like out. a home game for a lot of these guys, it looked like not a lot of top 10, just, top 20 guys. It's just in a bad spot. With the players in two weeks, yeah. Yeah, and Bay Hill and guys love going to Valspar too now. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. And do you know. think it's, they don't, like, because this is obviously like Jack's kind of his course and that, but you think they say, all right, well, if I play the Memorial, then I don't have to play this one? No. I think he just designed this. Yeah, but he's there a lot for it. Is he? Yeah. He lives right there, so he, yeah. you know, but. It's a hard golf course, I think that's part of it. These guys, guys I mean, shoot. I mean, kills these guys. Yeah. I mean, see guys making triples and quads. Like, yeah. Most of these guys are like, forget that. I don't, you know. You get a bad draw, windy, get into the bear trap. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be windy this week, what I, from what I cold. read. Cold. 10 to 15. Cold. Which, it's not going to be cold. Highs are like fucking 65. It's cold. They can't handle it. Can't handle it. Too cold. You know the other thing too is it's a par seventy, and I don't know if tour pros care, but I hate par seventy. I agree. I agree. It just at least it ends on a par five, which I think I'm kind of cool with because it'd be sweet to like have see a guy make an eagle walk off win kind of a thing, but that never happened. What happened with Victory last week? But it's also great for money games too if you're playing it on your own. True. But yeah, I mean it's like it's not that I need more par fives. It just kind of gets monotonous with so many par fours. If I remember right, too, a lot of them are, you know, it's there's just trouble everywhere. So, it's a ton mm-hmm. of guys hitting irons off tees. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just people just trying to avoid big numbers, which I get. But I will say it's yep. maddening for fantasy purposes because you're watching a guy and it's like he's playing really well. And all of a sudden, he goes like triple-double. Now, he's, you know, top 10 to maybe missing the cut. Which will probably be what happens to my guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's we'll get fun because that I love the carnage. I love carnage. No, it's, I think it's fun to but. This is maddening. Where we, so when we go to the Honda, where are we going to hang out? I want to go see the Bear Trap. Of course. Right? <laughs> That's it. I don't care about the rest. Which hole's better? 15 or 17? Near it. Well, there's 15 and 17. 16 looks so hard. I don't know. It all looks tough. VJ Singh is going to be back in the field this week. That's exciting. very exciting. I forgot he took sixth. He took sixth last year. Yeah, I think he was in the final group. Chip and cross-handed. Brooks and, Brooks and Fowler are playing. Fowler's got a good track record there. This is kind of interesting. I was looking at this earlier, you know, because it's not that long of a course. You don't have a lot of par fives, but by far the most strokes gained, like from guys who finish in the top 10s, just comes on approach. Off the tee and around the green are basically nothing. And par three scoring is the most important. That's where they gain most of their strokes is on the par threes here. Par fives are the least, but obviously with only two, that makes sense, but... You know, the the other thing that's just interesting about that, too, is that, I mean, 7,100 is not super short, but you've got as many shots, approach shots, between 125 yards as you do wow. at, at 200 plus. Wow. So it's It's got to just be because there's trouble everywhere, and they, they're going to dial it back, and they'd rather have mid to long air and in versus three from the tee. That's typically shorter. Having, having the 200 plus shots is typically you'll have way more of those in a tournament than you would in that 125 to 150. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, that's, so, you know, I guess looking at par three scoring this week, ball striking, sand save seems to be big. Well, couldn't you, would the best thing to be like doubles or worse of avoidance or? Yeah, we got that. Oh, let me see here. I was actually looking at that. Which is funny because Fowler dominates here. He's got such a great track record here. He makes sevens everywhere. Seven for eight with four top tens, including a win and a T2 since 2012. Yeah, so what else did I see here this week? Yeah, no, that's that's kind of all I saw. So it's just, I'm not going to put too much weight into Bermuda putting this week. 
just because they haven't seen it forever. So it's not, you know, I might look at it a little bit, but when's the last time they played Bermuda that wasn't like overseeded Bermuda? Last August, September, maybe? It's been a while, yeah. Don't like the greens of Kapalua, at least the old school. Greens of Kapalua kind of react like Bermuda. Super, super grainy. Yeah, but you know what? I think that. But when they redid sure them, they are, but I'm guessing that the whole elevation thing there is going to throw that off. That you're more worried about which way that the land's moving as opposed to which way the ground's growing. Fair. You know, the grass is growing. So I wouldn't even throw that into the category. But anyway, so yeah, not paying too much attention to that. Going to look at those approach shots and I don't know. What are you guys looking at? Anything different? Tractor? What's, what's, what's your. Totally irrelevant stat that you're going to be looking at this week. I'm just looking at guys who live in Florida. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like like from Florida or that live there now? Live there now. Maybe just like visited there once. You know. <laughs> okay. You know. But I mean, I'm looking like guys, just momentum guys, guys that were hot last week, guys who, you know, probably played better than they should have last week and kind of have a little bit of confidence going in. I think you need confidence at this golf course. And if your game's – struggling a little bit, I think it'll really show here. So I think you can need guys who are obviously, you know, confident with what they're doing. They're not questioning everything. Billy Horschel this week, did he play the WGC, right? Yeah, yeah. Where he couldn't, where you said three putt he made? Well, yeah, that was 16. straight down a cliff on I don't 16. care, but he missed the, up, missed the straight uphill coming back. He still, he shot like 65. He looks terrified. Okay. That's why he's out. I know he's the number one. He's a Florida guy. Yeah, and it's why I'm probably going to pick him on one and done. But uh, <laughs> I'm trying to shed him right now, so shut the fuck up. You're, you're trying to do that like, oh, it is with a max salary cap, and we haven't played since whatever. You're, you're trying to downplay Billy House so nobody else yeah. takes him. Yeah, every, we all know. We all talk about like, well, you got to take him before at the Florida swing, right? Uh-huh. So stay off my guy. He doesn't seem like quite high enough caliber player for Paul to take this week in one and done and just <laughs> I'm I might go I might go like I'm just looking here like Davis Love is twelfth strokes game yeah. par threes. Maybe that you know, maybe I'll just take him this week. So is Davis Love gonna play and like uh commentate? Well no, it's NBC, not CBS. So Oh, well I don't have to worry about it. I I love that clip of who was it Brendan Grace when he chipped in on ten. When Brendan Grace chipped in on ten at uh at Riviera. And he's like, and tracking towards the cup, and eagle. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, then he goes, oh. Keep it in your pants, birdie. Davis. Wow. <laughs> oh. He's, yeah, he'll take some time to get it. Sort of like Bones wasn't very good at first either. Now he's getting better. Bones is really good now, yeah. And it's also like David Duvall on, uh, on the Golf Channel was terrible in the beginning. And he's awesome now. Are, are they going to bring in anybody now that Nablo's gone? Now we're oh because Nablo went to uh, is he CBS now? Yeah, something like that. And then how about Costas's take on Reed being a cheater? And then the guy comes out and he wins on what? Uh, he basically identified that he, he thought that like going back to when he was covering the tour, and I think he's a little salty is kind of what I took away too. But that that he had witnessed Reed cheat on several occasions, and one of them that they pointed back to, they actually had pretty good footage of, was him really improving his line of par four yeah, he, or par yeah. five that he probably should have, you know, just gashed a seven iron or something down. He was able to like kind of. He hit like three wood, right? Or five yeah. Wood. Yeah. I think and he kind of put like a couple high, couple clubs down right behind it and kind of mashed down the lie. Yeah. Cost said he was notorious for he put like irons down behind his, right behind his ball, acting like he was just going to see. And then, 
you know, you have to get the grass down to the point where you hit a wood out of it. Yeah, when I read it, I was like, okay, you're a little salty. And then you see the clip and you're like, okay. Well, did you the okay. commentary? It was great. Did you see the, that actual video somebody posted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, he would not be able to hit this wood with the, you know, if the lie was the way I saw it the first time when I came up here or something. It was kind of like. Was that him talking or was that – it sounded also like Azinger was talking. No, that was that was Costas' oh, yeah. take because he was like the roving reporter or whatever. He was the yeah. field guy. He's like, well, the only the only reason you can do say it, he's hitting that is because, uh, well, what he did before. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. Whatever. <sighs> Fucking bad. Do you think the cameras are following him like paparazzi now on the course? Yeah. Yeah, on the course sure. there for sure. Outside, I mean, no. Well, right. Who cares really? You know, that's the thing. and Yeah, I get it. He's a cheater, whatever. I'm still just loving the fact that he's winning, especially, you know, despite all this stuff coming out. Did you see his interview on Saturday? I thought it was actually like a pretty good take, and I'm not a Patrick Reed fan, even though like I love the guy's golf, but I think he's just, just an asshole. But, um, you know, his take was basically like, I, I can only control my golf. Like, peop- not everybody's going to love me. Yeah. Like Moose said before, he doesn't care. Yeah. He really doesn't, I don't think. Maybe he did at one point, but yeah. not anymore. He probably realizes no matter what he does at this point, it's not going to change most people's opinions of him. So, well, it's just unfortunate because he's such a good player to just be like, yeah, like if that was anybody else that had done that down the stretch, you know. If you never be- heard a story about the guy, if you'd never heard an interview with him, you'd love him. He's my, clutch. He's awesome. St- still, part of my like probably one of my best golf memories of all time was Ryder Cup whole seven, Ryder Cup 17 at Hazeltine when him and Rory were going at it. First of all, what an awesome front nine that was, but we were sitting on 17 watching that. Rory drops a 90-footer for, or at least a 90-footer. I don't know how far it was, but from the bottom of, it was Ryder Cup 8, sorry. Ryder Cup 8, regular 17. Yep. Oh, yeah. Drops a bomb. Reed pours it in right after him. Most unreal memory I have <laughs> on a golf course. So, no matter how often he cheats, he'll never take that away, that moment away from me. He's Captain America. He sure is. Moose, do you have the uh, last five winners or so handy? I do, yeah. Uh, oh. We got Keith Mitchell won at minus nine. Rhino's boy, JT, won at minus eight. Fowler won at minus 12. Adam Scott at minus nine. Patty Harrington at minus six. And McElroy won it a while back. Uh... At minus 12. So, there are some other names. Uh, Henley and Thompson. I skipped over. But this kind of sounds like a tractor week with both Harrington and Rory. <laughs> They're not even playing. So, cool. I think Harrington's playing. He's Pick playing. Him. But is he playing? <laughs> He'll be there. Well, he wasn't. Like, four or five years ago, he wasn't any better than he is now when he won. Wasn't he doing kind of like that weird walkthrough? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they could clear the hips. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was like a Monday finish over Daniel Berger. There was like thirty-five people watching. Harrington's had a hell of a career. I just—it's kind of like crazy how it kind of just like fizzled. I mean, he's obviously won like not that long ago, but I don't know. He feel like he was such a big name, it just kind of like disappeared. He's still around, but like not really around. Yeah, at the he same won time. like three majors in two years or something. And then yeah, I mean, the guy has three majors. Well, that's what I'm saying. He was like king shit, and he's just—he's there, but he's not really there. I think anymore. he kind of got in his own way a little bit too. He was—he's very. Much a tinkerer, if you want, to, if that's mm-hmm. a good term for it. So I think he was always, you know, trying to find the next next thing to take him to another level. And I think he kind of so he won two. three majors in two years and decided he needed to get to the no, next I mean, level. Is that what basically? No, I mean I, I totally get it. You're always trying to improve in this stupid game, so I get it. Who needs fifty thousand dollars? 
On Nice Shot Pods, we build DK lineups with only 43,000. So Moose, who was our non-cheating winner last week? And what place did you have to go down to to find your first non-cheater? Second place. This is the first week we've had a cheater. I'm pretty okay. sure it was second place that, that won it. Do you scold them? Do you send them I like don't a, even scold them. Actually, you know what? I, I, t- I typically get at least one or two DMs from somebody going, Oh man, I'm sorry. I totally updated this and didn't even realize. And like, you know, before the tournament ends. But uh, looks like it was Twills mm. 11. TWILS 11. He had Abraham Answer at 79. Tyrrell Hatton at 74. Munoz at 68. Scheffler at 71. Van Royen at 66. And Matt Wallace at plus, or at, he finished plus four, but at 66. Kind of sounds like a team that Rhino would love with Van Roy. Oh, the, the ankle stranglers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Announcers were loving that. Tracker was dead on last week. You guys think we could get some ankle stranglers for this week? In we time, for sure. Head over to the Lululemon shop. There has, yeah, there's got to be. Tracker might get frostbite, frostbite <laughs> yeah, on his yeah. ankles. It's going to be so cold. 52 degrees in the morning, so. Where are your high socks, Tractor? <laughs> oh, God, I hate high socks. They're terrible. <laughs> you just go all out knickers instead, too, but seems a little bit douchey for 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> Sorry, Hawk. <laughs> we got four drink tickets to warm our bodies. <laughs> I'm going to use... I'm guessing that you'll be... If you if anybody has to buy a beer, I'll be shocked. That early in the morning with four drink tickets, you know that there's going to be some... Well, and then there's just going to be the residual side effects of Friday night, right? Which means you should get those four in you as fast as possible. Yeah. Um, so who who do we got here? Who wants to go first on their their one and done lineups for this week? Forty three k lineups. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I can start off. Go for it, Pulmonek. <laughs> so I I typically like to find someone in that eight thousand range. I think can win, but I went a little higher this week. It's kind of crazy. I, so I'm going Van Royen at nine thousand as my top dog. Oh, he was sixty six hundred last week. So that's an incredible <laughs> price jump. But so it's probably really stupid, but. Whatever, it's free and it's for fun. So, um, but no, I just like like just watching his irons last week. He just hits this like penetrating, piercing ball fight that doesn't move. So I just like, oh, that's going to be perfect on these par threes where there's crap everywhere. So gonna go him. Then my middle guys um, kind of just worked out. I've got the three. I'm gonna call them the Mac Attack. I've got Mav McNeely, Denny McCarthy, and Tyler McCumber. Gosh, this <laughs> sounds like a game we should be playing. Yeah. So I don't know. They've all been playing pretty well, making a lot of cuts. McCarthy's 13 for 13. He's actually first strokes gained par threes the last 50 rounds. So it's 7,100 for him. I feel like that's a pretty good bargain. And then my last two, I got Kevin Tway at 6,600. And kind of he was my last fill-in. And I looked up doubles avoided, and he was ranked third his last 50 rounds. So he was the cheapest guy for that stat. So I just took him. And then 6,200 is all I had left. So I just rolled uh, Tyler Duncan kind of for the sole fact. He's not playing great, but... He's won, so I'm like, whatever. If the guy's won on tour and he's 6200 bucks, let's throw him on the roster. So, Cito, correct me if I'm wrong, but Kevin Tway is the only other guy on tour that also wears the ankle stranglers. Does he? Yeah. Oh, well, we get two ankle stranglers, the Mac Attack, and... Hey, Ricky, will wear, Ricky will wear the Yagas. Tim Duncan's cousin. Didn't Ricky start <laughs> the Yagas? Yeah, I think, I think him and Rory wore them one week. Yeah, at the... Uh, the tournament of champions, like yeah, two but uh, Fowler was wearing the Yagas with uh, the high tops. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, that that brought Twitter to its knees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I hey, just say Yaga. Yaga it just sounds so good. Okay, 
Jewel. Sorry, George's looking for joggers. Yagas. Sorry, what? Yagas. You need some Yagas. It's that simple. Get them. Pick them up. Let's roll. I'll go run over to Lulu. Get some Yagas. I feel like I have a hard time paying 128 bucks for like some Yagas that I'm not going to wear that much. It's worth the comedic value for 128 bucks. So that's my take on it. Okay, well, why don't you get some too then? <laughs> uh, we're not going to wear a pineapple outfits because it's too cold. I'll I'll have shorts on. You know I'll have the the Minnesota tuxedo. I'll have a quarter zip and shorts on. Yeah, we all will. all week long. We Don't all worry about that. It's gonna be so fun to like be able to look around and go. He's from up north. He's from up north. Oh. He's from up north. Just by looking at their pasty white skin. And so many guys will be sunburned on Sunday. Oh, it's yeah. like seventy one degrees. <laughs> sunrays don't sunrays don't know heat. Gup and Bucks, uh, big bucks and Oamis, aka. Brian Snow's his real name, but I went down and played Bluejack with them last year. I got so sunburned, they stopped calling me Moose and started calling me Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, Moose. No. But it's, again, if that was like a nickname I had to be saddled with, I'd have taken it. I'd have been like, Red Lobster? Did you see they're limiting Cheddar Bay Biscuits? Oh, was there a shortage? Yeah, no, I don't know if there's a shortage. I think they're just losing dough on it. So they're going two per, two per. Two per customer. Is that because the like uh, the government stepped in and said you're causing like morbid obesity? I I, I don't work there, and I don't think the government's really that <laughs> <laughs> like in tune with Cheddar Bay biscuit consumption in the United States. All I'm saying is, dude, the Cheddar Bay biscuits are not that big, and you look at like the calorie counts, they're fucking terrible. Well, it's a biscuit, right? But it's worse than a regular biscuit. It's out of control. Who who's been who? Who can tell me the last – who's been to a Red Lobster most recently? Oh, it's been at least 10 years. Oh, I went like last year for uh, all-you-can-eat shrimp, and I think I got sick. <laughs> I've been there in the last – I think it was like last summer. For oh, lunch. really? Yeah. You might win. That's a shocker. I, I don't – I couldn't tell you the last time I've been to a Red Lobster. I thought for sure it would be Tractor just because – I mean, I'd go there – I think I went there for lunch over work probably like not that long ago. You went to Red Lobster over lunch? <laughs> Look at you, Lottie! One hundred and twenty-eight dollars for what some yogas. That's nothing, baby. Red Lobster is not a fancy restaurant. <laughs> yeah, but you're dropping thirty-seven dollars for. It's the Applebee's of the seafood world. It's a risk every time you walk. Shut in. your mouth about Applebee's. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> like so. Who do my forty-three k lineup lead to? <laughs> yeah, okay, here I'll I'll dig Sorry, in. Sorry, no, time. I need to get this out of my system though because like seriously i'm at work and i'm gonna take a lunch break i think i'll hit up the red lobster oh so when you're like just never it's like when you're never around the road for work man okay i guess that that you didn't you didn't live life on the road and is that when you did (laughs) director lee cruising up into a red lobster (laughs) with a red convertible rental corvette (laughs) that's living large in omaha Ah, uh, that was in uh, that was Reno, baby. Oh, Lee, Lee, and I have some fucking stories from the road. <laughs> hey, when you're living high on the uh, expense account lifestyle, you can hit up Red Lobster for lunch. It doesn't Not matter. Not that you'd ever do that. No, I would never. I would never misuse company funds. Always be crabbing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You should come to some of our dinners when the when the guy when the som brings out the wine cart. You know your bills are going to be heavy. <laughs> The Psalm. If you're a Psalm at Red Lobster, oh my god. Not at there, at other places. Oh. They probably, they don't have one. The guy there is probably like the people from Man Can. Oh, uh, we got red or white. 
Well, what kind? We got red or white. <laughs> like, so from where? We got red or white. Okay, sure. I also went with the McSees, Tyler McCumber and Denny McCarthy, Jenny's brother. Gabe Ryan in the phone book. And yeah. then birthday boy today. Wait, wait, what was that last one? Sorry, Brian Gay. The phone book, I don't get that reference. Your name is backwards in the phone book. It's it's a Pulsito joke. It's actually a Palmanac joke that I, I've always... It's actually a college roommate joke of the Palmanac, so it's, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with any of this, but yeah, no. Brian Gay, I like him. He's a great putter. We can dig into it. Another great putter, Zach Johnson. It's his birthday. He's cheap. Um, If he won this week, would anybody be shocked? Shocked? No. Surprised, yes. Okay. Uh, and then, so basically what I'm doing is, and, and we can dig in if we want to, but I was like 35th, I think last week, which was a little bit of a regression. So I'm going back to my roots, which is kind of pick up value slash trash guys. So I can get a couple guys that I really think can win. Um, this guy can't win, but he's playing really well. He had a T9 in Puerto Rico, Joseph Bramlett, just cause, you know, I, I wanted it to be weird. And Hold on a second. I'm looking up Joseph. Right now. Yeah, so he's like top 45 in DK total points. He's semi. Points gained? Yeah. So, you know, with that, just FYI, so what's kind of interesting on points gained is we take out finishing positions, so it's just based off their their points that they get for the round. It doesn't actually include like their finishing position points, because how do you account for somebody finishing first? Sure, sure. So, what you're trying to do is just go, based on their scoring, because birdies are worth more than bogeys hurt you and eagles and so on you got birdie streak so how do they do just accumulating points standard as if it was like a showdown lineup or something well my guy bramlett has made like the last four or five cuts coming off a top 10 i like him at 6700 all leading way to the guy i think that can win as is pga tour.com i got billy horschel at 9200 played really really well that final round other than tractor some three putt from slippery 12 footer downhill and totally hates him now. But I love him, and he's a Florida guy. Yep, so uh, Bramlett looks like he's a great approach guy, so that looks to fit really well here. He's only lost strokes in a tournament in three of his 15 or so tournaments he, we have on file. Yeah, four consecutive cuts. It's a solid play. How much was he? Uh, 6700 Okay, that's a little bit more than I was expecting for him, but he hates Bermuda, apparently. But again, we don't have very many. He doesn't really hate it. He's just... He loses minor strokes there. We don't have enough on him for that to even matter, though. Anyways, well, that's awesome. It's a very exciting. Okay. I am very excited. McClure, well, I'll go through mine. I didn't take time to, like, go through my logic on any of this here, but I can retroactively do this. A lot of it was birdies or bogey avoidance. So I got Furyk, who just doesn't make a whole lot of bogeys. I figured if he was going to come out and do something this year, this could be a tournament he could do it at. Mr. Scott Harrington at 6,200. He's 6200 bucks. It's been a uh, pretty solid in approach, so I got that. Actually, I kind of went like, who the hell is that guy and what should their nicknames be? I got three of them here. So I got Scott Harrington, the Collider Harry Higgs Boson, and Bo- the Bohemian Bohog. So um, then I went JT Poston, who's kind of been really solid lately. Been Last couple starts, been doing really well, gaining strokes. And then... My boy, Zhang Jun Zhang, it's 7,000. You ready for Let's, this? I can't wait. Yes, I am. I went th- this week, I went with like, uh, you know, cuts made. I went Brian Harmon. Great, great predictive measure, by the way. Tracker. Thank you. Brian Harmon, 9 out of 10 cuts. Kitty Yama, 5 out of 6. 
I also like Kitayama because uh, I bet against him a lot, so makes sense why I pick him in this. Cam- uh, Maverick McNeely, VJ Singh. I think he's gonna, you know, light it up again like last year. Harold Varner the third. I mean, if God, if that guy could just fucking close an event. Is he like the worst Sunday player of all time? Rory's putter. Rory at least has top five. Well, he has two wins this year, so I'm just trying to trigger tractor. And then uh, Matt Wallace. He made four to five cuts so far. Very exciting. Uh, I mean, I made a lineup, so I did my job. So how, how could I make fantasy? Like, seriously, the fact that you're going off cuts made makes it sound like you just went to DraftKings mobile app and submitted your lineups there. What? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> so how, how, that's part of the reason we started this pod. How, how could we make life easier for you, Tracker? Make fucking make it worth money. Like there's no there's no money involved. Tractor, he's basically asking for you to plug. Oh, you were you no, trying to... you don't need to plug it. I, can, Tractor, I don't want you should probably to plug it. it. You clearly have used it zero this week. Oh, I mean, it's easy. I like doing the jukebox on the Fantasy National thing. That's fun. Lineup generator. So you make a bunch of lineups. Yeah, but for this, it just doesn't really help. Okay. Yeah, on this one here, it's just I don't care. There's no yeah, I don't care. Yeah, that's fair enough. I have no upside. There's no upside in this. Well, so to me, I've found lately, I, I think I was 14th last week, too, and had another good week in my multi-entry uh, tournaments because I've been just focusing on this one this week. I didn't put much effort into this lineup, so I'm probably going to Oh, so you're going to give me ass, shit about putting zero effort in? No, I got it. It's, okay. <laughs> one's a pattern and one's me. So, <laughs> when, when it's me, I don't really care so much. Fuck. Lost my train of thought. You're trying to hear that. You did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think it's awesome to start here because I, I do feel like this is what really helps you do well in the turn because all these guys that you pick out here, you're going to be able to fit into your lineups. And obviously, we're like fitting them into an entire lineup. So then you start to, you don't have to find as many guys that are awesome as long as you're finding the right guys here in this range. So I do think it's a very good exercise, and I like having a part of my process week in and week out. Let's pick this week's winners as we play One and Done. Do a quick recap of last week. Uh, Moose had the best finish of the week. T3 from John Rahm. Got him 600000 bucks. Mm. Uh Tractor, second best finish, fifth place from Rory McIlroy, 430000 What a letdown. Uh, Rhino, T18 from Tommy Fleetwood, $125,500. Typical English shit. And I more than doubled my total for the season so far with a T48 from Dustin Johnson, 45500 Yeah, it's a good thing there was no cut this week for you, Paul. Are you still below 100000 yeah. yeah, I have made, let's see, I've cashed in two out of seven weeks, and I have And can you list your names? T37 and T48 are my two. Can you you list the names of guys that you've used here? Because that's the best part of this. Patrick Reed. Yep. Jason Kokrak, which that one's a little... That was American Express, so... Yeah. Xander Shoffley. Mm Mm-hmm. Ricky Fowler. Mm Mm-hmm. Brant Snedeker. Mm Mm-hmm. Bubba Watson. Mm Mm-hmm. Dustin Johnson. So... That's brutal. Some decent players in there, so that's pretty depressing. Yeah. A lot of Americans. All Americans, Yeah. So they're saving for the Ryder Cup, hopefully. They got to make the team. But yeah, those missed cuts aren't going to help them. <laughs> no, it's all your fault. When we get smoked in the Ryder Cup, Paul, it's literally your fault. Yep. So anyway, for the listeners out, listeners out there, 
Pretty simple. Pick one guy every week. Once you've picked him, you can no longer take him the rest of the year. And for standing purposes, we just go off their earnings for that week. And then we also have a rule amongst ourselves that we do not double up on each other's picks. So when I took Dustin Johnson first last week, that meant the other three could not take him. So um, kind of going through the standings here, Moose, you're at uh, close to $2.2 million leading the way. Impressive. Tractor, $1.25 million. Rhino, just short of 1.2. So you and Tractor are pretty much right there. And then, uh, yeah, I'm sitting at 80,000. So, so Jordan and I need a W, and we need uh, Moose to miss a cut at the same time. We got a lot of time left, though. Yeah. I mean, a win is like 1.5 a lot of weeks. So, yeah, that's great. Even if I if I won this week, I could move into second. But baby steps. Let's maybe get a top 30 this week. Yeah, you're, yeah it's not going to happen. Well, this is a, this is a cut tournament there, Polly boy. So, yeah. So all right, Paul. I think it's your okay. I'm up right? first again, and I don't know. I don't like this. You can defer. No, I'll go. I just you know the top guys. I've already taken Fowler. I don't like Kepka this week. Fleetwood. Mm-hmm. I don't mind him, but Rhino says English guys are terrible. So um, you know, a little outside the box, but I'm going to go with a guy who's finished second here before on a good run of tournaments, top tens his last two. Um, that's Daniel Berger. From Jupiter, wow. right, across, right down the road. Home game. God, I hope we get to see his wife next week. <laughs> he's playing some. He's quietly <laughs> better get those sweat yoggers on. People forget yeah. how good he was two years ago before he got hurt. Sure, he's on a Presidents Cup team. He was. I mean, he was in consideration in 16th for the Ryder Cup team. What? Well, how, when in. did he get? I don't know the story of him being hurt. Last year, he had a wrist injury. I'm pretty sure. So he pretty much sat okay. out all last year. I don't ever catch that stuff. Like, to me, that's fluff. You know what I mean? If it's not, like, yeah. stats-related and it's not in my, like, DMs, I don't yeah, really... So, he's that. just kind of... I don't know. I just feel like he's trending trending the right way. He goes Zozo 17th, Sony 38th, Amex 29th, Phoenix 9th, Pebble Beach 5th. So, 8th eighth, eighth strokes gained his last 50 events, so... Well, we're sorry, Daniel Berger, for missing the cut this week. <laughs> right. No kidding. Yeah. But, uh, t- to that point, though... A lot of times when I'm using Fantasy National, it's not necessarily about, like, any one view that says this guy's going to play good. It's, like, as you're sorting by different things and all of a sudden you keep seeing names and Daniel Berger kept popping up for me this week for whatever reason. So, like I I mean, like I said, is the Kepka Fleetwood are the top two look at salary-wise, but I just, you know, this tournament can be kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of weird with all the big numbers out there and stuff, so it's hard for me to take one of the top two guys, so... 100% 100% agree. So, Jordan's up next. Who's the second shittiest in the league? Uh, yeah, Rhino, Rhino. It's me now? God. I, I'm, I'm in the bottom half again. I don't like that. But, um, yeah, I kind of – I was in the same boat as Paul. Like, I, I really – I don't think he had a follower left. So, I was really tempted to take Ricky. But uh, I think I'm going to save him for a little further down the road. Not that I'm tipping my hand or anything there. But I think he's got a big year in him. What, you're going to use Fowler this year? Well, this year, yeah, I'm going to use them <laughs> at some point. But I, I was thinking about using them this week. So um, I'm going to scale it back. Not that this is a punt move, but um, I'm kind of liking Joaquin Neiman. Oh. So that's Ooh. who I'm going to go with. So Moose, you've uh, reiterated a couple times that shot scan approach is, is big. He's sixth in that. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like this is the kind of tournament that he could just kind of break through and, and get the W. Pretty good. All right. That leaves us uh, trackers up. Well, my game plan worked. I'm taking Billy Ho. Which, 
Which uh, Power Rankings article did you read about him in, Tractor? PJTour.com. <laughs> okay. He's number so one. the gold standard of... At least... Yeah. Uh, okay. I think... Is Mayo one of the contributors in that article? Uh, no, I have no idea. You don't even know who writes it. And you're like, oh, they, they said it. Dude, well, he has two top tens in like his last starts. I mean, he plays well here. You got to take him in Florida. He always plays well in the first half part of the year. So, like, I don't really like anyone else here. I don't really want to burn up Fleetwood. I want to save him. I don't want to burn Fowler. I don't trust Woodland right yet. I'm like, I think Horschel's a good guy to use right now. Like, there's no one I really like here, no one I really don't like. So I'm kind of like, I mean, again, this tournament is just very different for how hard it is. So I don't mind using a Billy Horschel here because I don't know where else I would use him. It's fair. It's fair. So I'm going with Billy Horschel. Yeah. Florida Gator. We left some names out there for the leader. Yeah, you know, but I'm going the same way too. It's yeah. just, hey, I don't feel like any of the top guys have been doing anything super special lately to like really believe in them and waste them at this point. You know, this tournament does have a mix of like really good winners and really, I don't want to say bad winners, but just, I mean, Keith Mitchell, hey. Henley, Thompson, you know, just... Padraig, old Padraig, Rory Sabatini. So, yeah, it very well could be one of these guys. But so uh, this week I'm going with a ball striker. And since putting just doesn't seem to be as important as it is many other weeks, I figure this could be the perfect guy to go with this week. Benny Ong. Oh, God. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, Great well, pick. Love it. Did he not finish like top five a couple weeks ago? Yeah, he's he's been doing decent. He's ha- he's got uh Well strokes gained putting, he's one twenty five. No oh, yeah, strokes gained putting, so over his last five tournaments he's averaged uh losing three point seven strokes per per tournament. So who's worse? Him or him or Morikawa? Uh, uh it's he's worse. It's they're they're both terrible, but it's yeah. it's it's an epidemic with him. So I had him in a head to head match and I had time to kind of check in from time to time and you pull up the PGA stat tracker or whatever. And like number one at Chipotle tech, Chipotle tech was basically, you know, three wood rip it to the middle of the green, which he did hit it to about 21 feet, four putted. That was bad. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Is this, so, is this a thing? Is this how this guy putts? Cause I had heard Moose say earlier, like in the year, like, you know, Benny on, if he can just kind of putt, he's going to contend. Yeah, he hits every fairway, every green, and it's a nightmare. Which you know it's not, right? I mean, obviously, the guy can fill it up. Well, so listen to this, though. So, so last week, he lost six strokes putting, okay? That's a lot of strokes to lose putting. Six. Yeah, it's terrible. I was going to ask you about that because Patrick Reed, I think, gained almost 12. The one putts that he had this week were ridiculous. I I think through Saturday, he, he'd one putt 63% of his greens. Through Saturday, through 54 holes. That's insane. Yeah. But anyway, so Benny on lost six strokes putting last week, and that is his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth. He has nine other poor putting performances wow. in his life. Oh, throughout his, like, PGA career? Yeah, and, and in each one of those, he gained strokes tee to green. <laughs> well, I love the pick then, Mike. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'll have to go back. I, I will go back later and check to see how he does after those super poor performances and see if there's kind of a pickup. But anyways, that's my pick this week. 
I love it. What do we think our stats are for the scramble stroke gain? Well, what, it's a scramble. I mean, yeah, no, but like as a team, what's okay, our strength? So like, where, where are our strengths? So I'd say, who? I think we'll play the par fives I, really well. Yep, we'll play the That'd par fives take. really well. Par threes will make make a birdie. Yeah, it's gonna be hard for us to gain strokes putting though because we're gonna be knocking them stiff so often. So, <laughs> are there gonna be any gimmicks at this one, Moose? Like, rope? it sounded like there's no there's no mulligans. Not buying string. It, so. The, somebody asked if there's mulligans, and the answer was no, absolutely no mulligans. So I'm assuming that there's not going to be string either. Therein lies the problem with scrambles, too, by the way, at least for like the corporate ones I've played in. It's the guys in my group, first of all, they're all about 30 handicaps, and they don't know, like, do does everybody get a mulligan? They or never make it clear. Just one guy gets a mulligan. And, and Moose, I know you've played a lot of scramble golf, and I know you've won a lot of scramble. And I, I think I post, you know, yeah, our team shot fourteen under. You're like, how much string did you guys use? <laughs> I'm not wrapping gifts. What are you talking? Like, what the fuck is going on here? So yeah, every every tournament has their own deal, but so like the and you know what? Maybe it's because I'm playing in the same charity events every year, but the ones that I play in, you always get the string. Do you guys ever play the string? Do you know what the string is? I kind of get it, but I I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I've. Yeah. You get like three feet. Yeah, you get that. three feet. So, like, let's say, let's say your birdie putt ends up two inches away from the cup. You can use the string to put that in. So I'd get a birdie. You got yeah, a birdie, but, but you, you use two inches. Off two inches. Yeah. So okay, I get up on a hundred and fifty yard par three, and I hit it to a foot. It's a hole in one. I can use a, a foot. You can use it to make a hole in one, or you could say, you know what? Maybe I should save now. A foot, you'd probably use. Like late in the round, probably if you have a foot. Of yeah, if you have a foot, luck, sure, but, but oftentimes you'll be like, yeah, I'll just hold on to that. And then you either end up using up all your string real quick or end up having the string <laughs> left. You can never really get it right. And then a lot of them, you can just buy as much fucking string as you want. No. Oh, you've played that? That would suck. Yeah, it's dumb. Oh, the worst thing I've ever done it's for in charity, you though, usually track yeah. Well, I know. That's where the money's going, but like the event, you're just like, all right, that's fun. But that's the problem, though, too. Like, tractor i mean like we've been in scrambles together and we've put some pretty good numbers on the board yeah where like i've been on the range and seen some of these guys and you're like all right because people cheat we're gonna win and then we walk in and we're like okay we shot 17 under and they're like this team shot 24 under like it's probably the yeah. same people playing that scramble that play moose's yeah. 43 yeah and under. <laughs> like it's like that uh it's like everyone misses a putt and we're like oh i was close enough it was good we made it we made it we should never miss that, bud. It counted. Sad. There's a lot of cheaters out there, just like the 43K lineup. A lot of cheaters. A lot or of Or the WGC winner. We didn't cheat during that tournament, Jordan. That we know of. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into uh, this week's NASA. No, uh, Obviously, not. guys, we are sponsored by fantasynational.com slash pods. Use the promo code to save 20%. <laughs> oh, I can just see the, the memberships. Rolling just spiking. In. Just oh my spiking. god! Just well. Here's the deal. Promo code of twenty percent is substantial enough, right? So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Save that people money, might earn not money. Realize that it's twenty percent off forever. Oh, you should pump that more. It's twenty percent off forever. <laughs> well, you just sold me, Moose. Yeah, you, <laughs> you already have an account. You don't use it. You're such a great <laughs> spokesperson. What an ambassador. Brand. What an ambassador. <laughs> this guy's made a lot of cuts. This guy's made a lot of cuts. 
<laughs> Time for my favorite game of the week. Fantasy NASA. Jordan, Jordan, I got I'm in smoked. last place by a lot. Jordan, I got smoked last week. The tides are turning. Louis Oosthuizen and Sergio. And so for people out there that for the score, so there's 12 points available each tournament from back total all four days. But when you hear eight zero, if if there's a have, we just count it as nothing for anybody. Rather than each team gets a half point. So we won eight. We won eight nines and we pushed four nines basically or matches last week. That's crazy. But we now have a competition going outside of Rhino. So it's now Tractor at 44 points, the Palmanac at 37. So you're within striking distance now, unfortunately. Yeah, but he's partners with Tractor this week, so I can't make up any ground. You can't make up any ground, but I'm only three points behind you at 34. We need to separate, Paul. Separate. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, and then Rhino's got 23 points, so he's 11 strokes out of third place in a four-person tournament, which is all right. Because it's not nearly as embarrassing as Paul's been in one and done. Well, no, what? it's not. Because I've actually made some good picks. I'm on a four-week winning streak in this. I think yep. Jordan and I had, like, the biggest yeah. beatdown so far at, like, 11, right? No, that was that was you and I, oh, Tractor, that went 11 and 0. After I got ostracized by Rhino for not letting him take Tiger, I haven't lost. So, Paul, you'll find this interesting, too. Paul has the best record in the league. So last week we were saying that Tra- that Tractor had lost his first match last in five, and that was not accurate. He'd also lost. Oh, he did. Yep, we took him down. Yeah. So, but you, you've got a five and two record. So, and Tractor's yeah. four and three. The eleven nothing loss at the Farmers did not help. Mm-hmm. That's Boys. tough. That's a big part of it. Yep. So anyway, uh, Thomas and Casey for Moose and I last week with the beatdown on yeah. Sergio and you guys Louis. played well. We were garbage. I'm gonna flip the tea. It's you guys first, Paul and Tractor. What do you want to do, Tractor? I'll lead it off. I hope we. Do you think we can do better than our last grouping with Mickelson and JB? <laughs> God, I hope so. Wait, you guys won. I'm going. I'm gonna go with my guy who I kind of was debating on for one and done. I'm going with Tommy Fleetwood. He played well in his first debut last year. He's been playing good golf. I mean, I mean, I think he's. I want him. I'm taking Fleetwood. I like it. Those stats were also backed by the FantasyNational.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's been playing good lately, Tommy Fleetwood. This is a hard hitting pick show for sure. <laughs> you guys know he's had no worse than a T18 at Mexico in the last five starts worldwide. I didn't know that. Now I know that. Thank you. I don't think he played this tournament last year. That was two years ago. No, he did. Solo fourth in Honda debut last year. Yeah, he played well last year. Oh, I thought that was... uh, Fantasy National says that was 2018. Was Tractor hitting the 2019 power rankings? Maybe. (laughs) He could have been. (laughs) Could be. Fantasy National says he had a fourth in 2018. Did not play last year. This says solo fourth in Honda debut last year, so... Either PGA.com's wrong. I think they're, I Tom. think PGA's off on their wording because I'm looking at the 2019 leaderboard. He's not on it. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, make your pick. Let's go. Oh, sorry. So I'm going to go? Yeah. If, I, I can go too, but I had some just I, – I didn't – well, shit. We got, we got Brooks. We got Ricky. We got – I'm going to go Brooksy Bear. It's a home game. Sleep in his own bed. He – doesn't even know how many holes in one he's had, so he's not going to be firing at the flag on 15 and 17. <laughs> that was the best line ever. 
I think I had a hole in one at Augusta one time and forgot about it before the end of the round. Oh, <laughs> like, oh I, poor you. Yeah, so apparently that's my pick. I, I I don't love the guy, but I love the guy this week for ten minutes. Do you not love him in general, or because he's coming off that uh, knee injury? He just comes off like such a hard ass, like for no reason. Like it, he just doesn't really cut open a vein and like show you that that side of him. It's just always like so surface. And so when you say things like "I don't know how many holes in one I've had," I had one at Augusta and I forgot about it the next day. It's like that day. Okay, fuck off. Great. <laughs> Congratulations. So who do you think who do you think would be more annoyed? A 30 handicapper hearing that or Elizabeth Warren hearing that a billionaire stubbed his toe getting onto his PJ? <laughs> I know a lot of really good golfers who don't have holes. Yeah, me. Uh, <laughs> who? Tractor. I don't have one yet. Most elite player out here and I'm all in one yet. I'm excited. I I hope you have one in Florida. You're gonna get one this weekend at the DFS Open. And there's not even going to be a prize. That's or if fine. there is, it's a free membership to Fantasy National. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I'll donate I'll donate it back. Okay. Are you going to bring the tractor outfit, by the way? Am I what? Okay. Are you going to bring the tractor outfit? I don't know. I haven't really thought about it yet. Kind of oh, you should wear that and just screw our outfit, that we're, like our shirts that we got. No, I just can do that. Maybe I'll wear that to the Palm Beach Par 3. Oh, that's a good idea. All right, tractor. I'm pretty... Pretty torn. Well, you're hot in this, so just go with it. Part of me wants to go Ricky, but he's not been playing good at all. Married life. So okay. Well, who's your other choice? Forget it. I'm going. Uh, I'm going. Mr. Ankle Stranglers. Stranglers. Eric Van Royen. All right. Ooh. All right. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Okay. So wait, didn't any nobody picked him in one? Yeah, he's never played here, has he? No, I took him in our forty. I took him in forty-three. Oh, got it. Okay. He's never played here, has he? No. Yeah. But Fleet was played here once. Well, let's go. Sponsor's exemption. I feel like you always hear about those stories. Guy gets in on a sponsor's wins. So I think he's a pretty safe play to make the cut at least. <laughs> Famous last words. Making <laughs> cuts in this is. No, like Fowler's, yeah, a little more volatile, I feel like. But Didn't you take Fowler too? No. In one oh, no, that was in one and done. So, so Rhino, like I had some kind of like crafty little plays up my sleeve here this week. I had I, I had Eric Van Royen as one. We got Song JM, who's not really a sleeper because we've used him almost every other week in this. But then there was JT Poston, who's been making a ton of birdies, but I don't really want to go there. But it's like, how can we not go Ricky and, and Brooks against Fleetwood and Eric Van Royen? Love it. Yeah, let's do it. That's cool. Let's do it. I mean, like, I mean, I could try to get cute. Don't get cute. Rose Rose would be the other one, but just be no, no, not him. He's English. <laughs> I know, but but he's English. So I'm not going to do that on your team. So let's just do it. Let's lock it in. I love it. I think that's a great pick, Moose. Um. Okay. So Fleetwood Van Royen against Kepka Fowler. That's a, yeah. It's a good matchup. No, it's not. I also thought Garcia and Ustazen was a good matchup last week, and it was not. <laughs> Well, that's all the time we got for this week. We got to get ready, head down to Florida for the DFS Open. Hoping to meet a bunch of you guys there. Looking forward to it. Pay attention to my Twitter. I'm going to be trying to release a beta version of Fantasy Nassau game. It's going to be separate from Fantasy National, but uh, it's going to be free. It's going to be pretty cool. It's a real early version, but you'll at least be able to play and see how much fun this game is. Until next time. I'm the Moose, and on behalf of Tractor, Rhino, and Paul, 
Thanks again, and see you next week, maybe in person. <laughs>